hello friends we are kind of complicated i am one of the hosts latoya and it's your girl prima yana and welcome back to another episode yes our last episode of the season yes episode nine we made it yes. to nine episodes <laughs> You know, it was definitely a lot harder than we thought it was going to be. Yes. <laughs> no, for real. Look, I had to Let's say that. <laughs> yeah. It was definitely um, a journey. Mm-hmm. I agree. But, you know, a good journey, a learning process, if you will. Yes. <laughs> yes. Definitely a learning process. Um, you know, what's the saying like you're not gonna know it until you do it so we did it mm-hmm. for sure but I how are you can only come back i mean i was gonna say we can only come back better next time so period mm-hmm. much better but i am good um i am enjoying the summer staying out of the heat period. you know um <laughs> Um, you know, just trying to gain my bearings in this, you know, capitalistic hellscape. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you do what you can. I've been loving my plants and watching them grow. So that's been exciting. Um, I need to buy some more. It's like the ones that I have in my home are like my babies that I've had for about two years now when I became a plant mom. So, oh. I know, right? And like last month was my two-year anniversary being a plant mom. So Aww. that's been fun. That's been a journey. And it's kind of like made me want to be a farmer like Khalees. And so uh, I have aspirations. Like Can plants we... really just provided Can... me life. <laughs> Can we just say how Khalees is the blueprint? It will forever be the blueprint. Like, uh... well, yeah, it'll, like any part of your life. Lisa's a blueprint. She I was watching Mean Girls and you know that part in the, where she like my milkshake brings out a voice to the yard. I'm just like oh, still a classic. Still, <laughs> still got hits that stick like grits. Like what? Yes, oh, definitely. Yeah, so just that's been it. And, you know, watching more anime and just eating. Ooh, I cooked steak for the first time well. And you know, the first time I could steak, it was not my finest hour. Okay. Um, I'm kind of embarrassed because it, it was kind of bad. And it was very dry. It was gray. Mm-hmm. But this steak was very good. And I was just like, wow. And I made a stir fry with it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was very juicy. And I had marinated. So I'm very proud of myself. So I'm like, now I feel like I've crossed a mountain. Yeah. <laughs> like, one food group that I'm like okay I feel better about this like I feel more willing to try other types of beef so do you prefer well done no 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 not at all all. I like my steak medium rare or medium it depends on the steak but that's what I prefer if it's a thinner steak I prefer medium rare and if it's a thicker steak then I want medium yeah I'm I'm definitely medium girl through and mm-hmm. through even though when I say medium most of the time they give me medium well 
or some cases piss me well off. yeah like first of all yes i've had a well done steak yeah brick tops and they pissed me off because i asked for medium rare and they gave me well done and i was just like you know what i need you to make me another one thank you because right. the disrespect I paid too much money for this steak. <laughs> oh, for real. Oh, excuse me. But for real, especially at Bricktop. Exactly. It's <laughs> but yeah, so I, you know, I don't eat steak. It's not the preferred meat for me. Mm-hmm. So it was just something I just wanted to spice up my weekly meals because I feel like I've been doing the same thing over again. Like somebody said, let the salmon grow back. Um, no, for real. <laughs> I'm, that's me. I'm the one who are like, taking the salmon every week salmon is in my basket every week and I mean I just know how to cook it well so it's like uh why you know why do that if I'm you know do anything else so I was just like let me get some steak and try something different and I'm glad I did that that's awesome Mm -hmm. so how have you been I've been I don't know. <laughs> um, so I, I went to uh, Denver last week, mm-hmm. um, which was absolutely beautiful. Um, mm-hmm. I honestly don't think Denver gets the credit that it's deserved. As mm-hmm. one, it's so beautiful, like literally takes your breath away with like the mountains and just girl the mountains so Mm -hmm. beautiful the weather was literally perfection like it was hot Mm -hmm. but it wasn't humid which makes a world a difference Mm -hmm. um the food was also like top three um <laughs> experience that i've had uh just traveling and stuff like the food did you have tacos while you were there did i have tacos no I did not have tacos but I had the first night we was there we went to Korean barbecue and as someone who loves Korean barbecue that was Uh literally the best Korean food I've ever had in my life like and I've I've had Korean food like everywhere that was some of the best food like they had this um tofu and mushroom soup that was to oh die for like that sounds young oh my god and literally like my sister like at first I thought like me and my cousin would be the only one who would like the soup um because mm-hmm. you know their palate just doesn't allow them to really you know just try different things mm-hmm. but like my sister and my niece tried it and it was like no this shit is fire like it's so <laughs> good like Got the seven girls trying some new. No, for real, for real. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was really good experience. Um, also like getting ready for like a huge change. Um, I'm having surgery this upcoming Friday. I'm having a double mastectomy, um, which is like me doing a preventative measure. I had a tumor in my right breast. And um, yeah, I'm getting this done uh, to reduce my chances of having um, invasive breast cancer. Um, mm-hmm. So it's been a roller coaster that I've been on for like four years. I just haven't really like talked about it because it was just like, I don't want to talk about like feelings, but mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but it's been a roller coaster, and I hope like this is like me 
at the end of the road with it um because it's it's been a lot going on but I'm happy to just get to this point of like okay I I think I see the end of this Mm -hmm. um so I've been doing a lot just you know just like trying to celebrate life and trying to just enjoy life because I know life will be a little bit different for me the weeks after and just the fact that like I have to have like two surgeries because this first surgery is them actually removing my breasts which my doctor was like look at those little old things because I don't have a lot of breasts anyway um, <laughs> <laughs> and she's a black woman so no. just imagine. <laughs> um mm-hmm. so that's so it'll be like a five hour um procedure on on friday and half mm-hmm. of the time is her removing and then my plastic surgeon coming in and putting in expanders which will like prepare my body for implants and mm-hmm. um but it, i feel like it's gonna look really weird um because it is pretty much balloons that would be in my chest um and so do that and then come back a few weeks few months and then I get the implants put in so yeah and I've like recently just told like how long you say you have to wear the expanders for a few months few weeks to a few months so like it just depends on the doctor and my doctor Mm. hasn't explicitly said how long I would wear them um it's just just like see probably how it's progressing mm mm-hmm Gotcha. because some I've looked online it's like it could be up to like two to six months okay so I really don't want the shit to be in longer than a few weeks because mm-hmm. I want to just get it over with like okay I understand you do have to understand you know with your breast size you are you know expanding to a different size presumably mm-hmm. So, yeah, you just have to be patient and give your body some grace. Yes. And I'm learning that um, because I am a control freak. Like, Mm -hmm. I like being in control because I think that is a a defensive mechanism, just being Mm -hmm. able to control situations. And the fact that I have not been able to control this situation has, like, drawn me up a wall. Like, Mm -hmm. it's just like, I I don't know, (laughs) like, Mm -hmm. how I'm going to look how I'm gonna feel like I don't know like I literally know nothing like I just have to go through the notions but um but I know I'm making the best decision for Mm -hmm. me even though like some people may not understand it like I'm doing the best I can what did Mariah Carey say I'm doing the best I can with what it is I got (laughs) (laughs) no that's real but you know you can only make choices for yourself and I've talked to several people about this actually over the last few weeks I'm just you know you have to live your life for you Mm -hmm. and you can't live it for other people Mm -hmm. even though you know your parents your partner like somebody else may be trying to take control of your life Mm -hmm. but you have to realize it's it's only your life Mm -hmm. and so you have to be the one that's in control of that because you're the one who has to live with these decisions and so you know that's beautiful I'm you know I'm happy for you and I'm going to be praying for your recovery and Thank you know well just because you know any kind of surgery it's just going to be you know a recovery and it's going to be work and so you know and this is just you know also going to be a new 
part of your body. So mm-hmm. that's also going to be something that, you know, you're going to have to deal with. So there's going to be a lot. So, you know, I just hope that, you know, the mental side is something that, you know, you're able to work through you know, and, you know, you got support on that front too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I'm definitely in therapy and um, I mentioned this offline, but <laughs> I'm definitely going to call either my plasma surgeon or whoever like, hey, can y'all prescribe me some antidepressants just to get the edge off, just, you know, because mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like so nervous and anxious and like that's causing mm-hmm. me to like be like really emotional and so I just need something to kind of get me, get the edge off. And that's so valid. Just, yeah. I don't know. Just because I feel like, shoot, a lot of people do well with some antidepressants just for like, you know, obviously not long-term, like, yeah, put this person on some pills, but you know, something to get them through certain moments in their mm-hmm. life. Like, especially like, you know, surgeries or body changes, because I just even, you know, I just feel like a lot of people who I know who've had, breast surgeries it's just like so much that comes with dealing with looking at yourself in a completely different way Mm -hmm. just because how much as a woman our breasts are connected to our femininity Mm -hmm. and it's just it's so layered and so it's just like it's not like oh I'm just getting a double mastectomy it's like I'm getting a double mastectomy and getting new breasts and being in the my body that I've had for 30 years with a new part of my body so right it's just you know it's just you you have to go through a lot and so it's just as a woman it's just so many layers to life so mm-hmm. oh and you have not, my love and support thank you so very much and also like thank you to like people who reach out to me and stuff I haven't like spun it just because I'm just taking it all in but um mm-hmm. but also like there is a possibility that I might lose my nipple um, that was a conversation that I had with my plastic surgeon and I literally cried for like two days straight. I'm like, bro, <laughs> not only am I, my breast getting taken away, but there's a possibility that my nipple may be taken away. And it's just like, mm-hmm. but that's part of who I am, like as a mm-hmm. woman. And it's just like, what? Um, yeah. But I'm not going to claim that. I hope mm-hmm. that my, my nipple can be savage it's just my right nipple that he's concerned about but um but yeah that's just a whole nother tangent but i would say cross that bridge if that ever comes right right but mm-hmm. i'm gonna be fine and that's literally my mantra right now everything's gonna work itself out and i'm gonna be okay period period mm-hmm. <laughs> period <laughs> period uh, so yes. yes so let me get off my goddamn uh, uh, soapbox because this no. is not what the episode is about <laughs> it's, really, it's not funny I mean it's not funny but it's like <laughs> the episode is completely about something different but before we get into the episode I also wanted to give a follow up to our last episode where we talked about abortion yes. and we also discussed the app that a lot of people use for their period um related matters or just you know I guess any kind of feminine issues you can go to the app for but flow I have flow me too so they sent me an email you know after the Roe versus Wade 
Um, Cause you know, everybody was like, fuck flow, delete your shit. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you know, it was a very obviously big issue because you know, you don't want your information sold to the government, <laughs> mm-hmm. but you know, handmade still is the life that we're living right now. Mm-hmm. So flow sent out a message to all of their users and you did receive it right. Yes. I did. Okay. So they acknowledged uh, that Roe versus Wade being overturned and they said that they were going to be introducing anonymous mode in the coming weeks. And it's a new feature that allows you to remove any of your personal identity, including your name, email, and any technical identifiers from your account. And if Flo were to receive an official request to identify you by name or email, they and if you're in anonymous mode this would prevent that from being able to happen so they wouldn't be able to satisfy the request so that is an option they all users will be able to use after this is made available on the app moving forward so they really do not want to lose people (laughs) from the app which is why they're offering this option which i think is a smart move on their behalf Mm -hmm. especially to acknowledge it and to send out a message to all of their users you know um discussing it and making it plain as well not using a whole bunch of jargon and stuff so and and talking around it like mm-hmm. BS. and i also like that some companies are offering like financial assistance to women who mm-hmm. may have to travel to other states i know my job is in the works of doing that um in the case that an employee needs to get an abortion and they're in a state that that doesn't offer it they're trying to work out ways to get the woman to where she needs to go which i think mm-hmm. is great and it's a progressive and i wish all companies operated with that mindset um mm-hmm. because it's just unfair that women have to take those um risks risk. <laughs> yeah <laughs> I mean, that's the most way to put it, just because the people that are the ones that, you know, are giving birth and don't want to have to give birth, like, they're going to be the ones that are in jeopardy. So that's just the most unfortunate part. Right. Yeah. Man. So this episode is about what we've been talking about over several episodes this season yes which is our hotels and so i've been excited for this episode because we wanted to instead of talking about a hotel at each end of every episode we just decided to put it in one episode right but obviously y'all don't want to tell us y'all business and that's fine um maybe they gotta build their trust with us and that is fine that's what i was gonna say Mm -hmm. um my friends trust me and so they gave me some stories Mm -hmm. and you know that's enough they listen to it so right okay but you know so we're gonna give you some stories and some maybe our stories right um (laughs) maybe not (laughs) so may not so uh, yeah so this is fun because people are funny (laughs) before I give my disclaimer did you incite something no (laughs) (laughs) I'm really thinking hard like do I need to say that (laughs) because I thought you were about to Uh -uh. but um 
No, what I was going to say is when I was doing this, I want to say it was a survey um, of asking, you know, my friends that are sexually active, but not necessarily married. I do have a friend that is married and also sexually active outside of her marriage. I don't know why she didn't send me her story, but I'm going to get on her head after this episode. Mm -hmm. But, um, (laughs) you know, a lot of women have a lot of trauma stories and I can understand how trauma informs the way you have sex, which is very interesting. And that's a conversation for another episode. Mm-hmm. But I just want to say there's a lot of trauma involved with women in sex. And so it just makes trauma. a lot of sense of how many people have been assaulted and stuff before, just because like, I don't know, man, it's crazy. But back to the topic at hand that's just like a clear disclaimer because some of these stories are interesting <laughs> so you know give us better stories next time <laughs> right so you go first with your first story <laughs> okay <laughs> so <clears throat> When I was about 21, maybe I was on Tinder and I just decided to swipe right on everyone just to kind of match. I would get this creepy right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I got this creepyish, like weird, mostly looking like dudes match with me. I wasn't going to respond to him, but he was like, I'll pay you to spank me. And at the time, I was looking into like various kinks. So I was like, sure. The amount each time varied. This went on for like months, depending on like how many hits he wanted. If you wanted to do my hand or with an object, he wanted me to talk down to him and I would wear lingerie sometimes. Sometimes he would wear my lingerie. It was a lot. And honestly, it only ended because he became a little bit too into me. And I kind of think he was starting to see it as a relationship instead of a business transaction. And he wanted to like invite me on like trips and stuff. And I just kept thinking about how white men don't break up. They commit a murder. So I ended it. (laughs) So that was a little kink. (laughs) A little paid opportunity. We love it. Exactly. Do you see how the end took a turn? Like, <laughs> I was, <laughs> oh my god! I feel like in all these stories, the end takes a turn. <laughs> okay, that was hilarious. Uh, that was. <laughs> so I'll tell my story. So. It's so funny because it's appropriate because I saw, I don't know if you follow um, Mel, um, the baddest Mitch on Twitter. Yes. But she was talking on Twitter yesterday about how because of monkeypox and COVID and stuff, she can't kiss in the club no more. And she was just like, that's very unfortunate. And I was just like, no, it is. But she was just like, to be 23. And somebody was like, oh my God, just because you're 23 don't mean you kiss in the club. And that brings me to my story. So <laughs> I, you know, limelight, 
back yeah. in oh the day. Oh my god, girl. Yeah. R.I.P. For a real <laughs> one. Boy, Limelight got us through some dark times. So for those of you who do not know, Limelight used to be a little lounge club for older people, older black people, and then of course those young people found out about it Maybe. because the happy hour they had started at five o'clock and they served you food and the drink started off at four for one mm-hmm. so at five o'clock and the food used to be one. bussing used to and the be food was actually high. like really good like you get a meat and two sides type food yes <laughs> like soul food restaurant good exactly so you know if you were going to a place to give you four for one drinks and it's only downhill from there right. because at each hour the drinks go from four for one three for one two for one and then you just gotta you know pay regular price so i don't even know what the purpose of the night i was there for just because it was a blur by the end of it mm-hmm. so i go there and you know limelight is a place where you find your hoes Mm-hmm. Or your hoes find you. Mm-hmm. Or, or your you hoe for the, the night. Or you, or you meet the hoes there. Yes. <laughs> so tonight was the night I met the hoes there. So I was just getting, you know, tipsy, dancing, finding my little spot by the air conditioning. And then, like, I met some dudes that went to school with us. And so one of the dudes, I don't know. I never met him in school. So, you know, we up here eyeing each other. I'm like, okay, you know, he's kind of cute. And so he was like, where y'all going out to this? I'm like, um, we, I know a spot. So it was another spot that was in East Nashville that I really enjoyed going to. Mm-hmm. And so he was like, okay, I'll meet y'all there. I'm like, okay. So I'm like, I don't know this man, but he won't meet us there. So he met us there. And he got me and my friend some drinks. And we each got like, I don't know, like two, three shots of Jack. Girl, when I say I was at the bar making out with this man, <laughs> and my best friend was like, girl, I'm like, huh? <laughs> because she knew that wasn't me. Right. But she just like, I guess, you know, but she didn't let it go too far because she just like, I know you're going to be upset if you actually do something too far, you know, and you drunk. Right. And so she was like a little kiss, but she was like, girl, you was going ham. And I really was because I feel like I was in the mu- music video. That's how much of a drunken blur that I was in. Oh, wow. Um, but yeah, I was just like, I don't want to ever talk to this man again after this. And like, he found me on social media, like every, he found me on Facebook, blocked him. He found me on Instagram, I blocked him. Found me on Twitter, I blocked him. And like, he didn't find me on all of these at the same time. It's been like over the years. Like he found me on Twitter, like in the last year. And I'm like, why do you still know who I am? (laughs) Leave me alone. I really don't want to remember that night. Especially because I'm like 30 now. Right. Just let it go. Let it go, please. So, yeah, that was, you know, my little host story. But when I was 23, I was, I, I did a, a couple of things. Um, 23 to 24, because after my first relationship, like, I really just didn't um, know how to act because I had never really just done anything whorish. Right. So I was just like, shoot, who, you want to kiss in the club? Why not? <laughs> so, 
Yeah. Yellow. <laughs> but yeah, so okay. So okay. So one of the stories that was sent to me was so during college, my best friend and I decided to take a weekend road trip to Atlanta. When we arrived, her ex was also in town. So he told us some of the various spots that we could go to and he would get us the booze. We ended up meeting up with him and his friends and had a great time. At this time, we drank some Jose Cuervo. Mm. I utter at the thought of this now. Mm. <laughs> All she had to say was Jose, <laughs> baby. <laughs> you heard Girl, me. I was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> Jose Cuervo has, I do have negative attachments to Jose Cuervo. I can't even deal with the smell of this shit. No, for real. It reminds me of Greek Picnic. <laughs> <laughs> But yes, so she said, so after a good night of drinks and partying, we all went back to the hotel. So I got cordial with one of his friends and we started hitting it off throughout the night. When we arrived at the hotel, we started playing drinking games and things and it took a little R-rated turn. Let's just say my best friend and I ended up in a bra and panties. So me and a guy started giving... Uh, giving harder and next thing I knew he threw me on the bed and started kissing on my neck okay okay now mind you my best friend and her ex are on the other side of the suite and they were already getting hot and heavy too so I look over and then at him like "Mm." but they right there so he does a sexy little whisper like trust me they not worried about us he then takes a little amount of clothing that I had left off and starts kissing my legs and eventually started eating my pussy. And she said he was so good at it. Oh, and great. then <laughs> he held my legs up and you know the rest. And she said her best friend was also having their thing going on in the bed next to them. So she's like, no orgy, but sex at the same time. So okay. Which I'm is like interesting. Yeah. I like a little voyeur action. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That's that's cool. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. a good house story. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So we got a good house story so far. Yes. All okay. the house stories have been great, by the way. Okay. Good. Good yeah. job, ladies. Yeah. <laughs> Emmy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So another story. So I went on a town for a business trip and I met up this man at a long, after a long day and we were eyeing each other at the bar and we had great conversation and I was feeling the vibes and he seemed so cute and innocent. So I asked him if he wanted to come back to my hotel with me and he said he would just meet me there and I was like, okay. So we were making out once he got to the hotel room, we were making out and he pulled out some condoms and I was like great and he said and I quote my daddy told me to get the gold ones and I was like um okay (laughs) so he's trying to put the condom on but um he's swimming in it his dick did not fit this magnum at all and I was like um have you ever used this before and he was like, um, actually, no. And she was just like, so you haven't worn these condoms before or you've never worn a condom before? 
and he said he's never had sex before and she's like oh wow (laughs) so when she said he looked cute and innocent I guess this young man was very innocent and so she said um he was an actual virgin she said i love that for him but i was not about to be the one to take his virginity not that (laughs) night she said but i did let him eat me out so yeah okay (laughs) so he got some experience (laughs) right she's like i'll let you do that but uh she's just like that was not the time for me to try to teach him yeah she's just like you know if that was her man then maybe but yeah which is understandable you just met and he probably was just like i just want to get it over with like understandable yeah. like i get it and i get why she didn't want to do that yeah <laughs> and i get why he may have wanted to just to get it over with because he was in his 20s so i can understand like you know him just wanted to do it but that was definitely like you know <laughs> a one night thing he's like oh i'm about to get it on and first of all he got a little dick and he ain't never tried on the condom before. I think that's probably what ruined it. <laughs> oh no! She probably actually would. If the dick was fat, I, she probably would have did it. Yeah, because I I would have. <laughs> yeah. If he was working with someone, then like okay. yeah. But I think the the swimming in the condom probably was what. It, that's you know, what probably threw her off. It mm-hmm. threw her off. Like wait a minute. Because he probably could have fumbled through. Yeah. If, and you know, if he actually had tried to come um before. Oh, poor baby. Poor baby. Poor <laughs> baby. Oh my gosh. But okay. Did you have another story? I did not. Okay. So I think I have two more. Okay. Okay. Let me see. Okay. So this story. So I went out. Or I went out with some girls from college because one of the girls had a man that had got a section. Well, we got another section story. Hello, <laughs> we love a man with status, okay? Right. <laughs> no, for real. Okay. Okay, let me be for real. Okay. So, you know, so, you know, I was in that house. So, her man, of course, brought some of his lame ass friends because he was older and they were weird. But this one Puerto Rican was looking at me and he was the most decent out the dudes. They were all dad age men. I was feeling myself because the drinks were flowing. Mm-hmm. So I was dancing a little bit. Um, nothing too crazy. And I danced with the Puerto Rican. So we ended up all going back to the girl's house who man got the section for the night. So one of my friends who had a man, she did quickly. <laughs> my other friend was avoiding her man so she stayed at the house with us the main friend whose man got the section went in her room with the man obviously the fuck and so the puerto rican looking at me and i'm looking at him and so we sit on the couch and we start talking and so he started rubbing my feet because i was talking about how they were hurting in the club and so of course i'm not gonna turn down my foot rub i feel you and so I was listening to him talk about his kid and shit. So we started kissing because the foot action was turning me on. And I'm still feeling myself because the drinks. So he was like, Can I eat you out? And I was like, 
well, no, because I have a tampon in. So we keep kissing. And he was like, I can move around that. Da, da, da. I was like, excuse me? Question mark? And he was like, can I show you? And I was very intrigued. And I said, sure. So he licked my coochie lips and thighs so delicately with my tampon string just right there. And I definitely nutted. And my friend was still in the room with the other weirdo, but we were under the cover, so I didn't care. I got his number, but I definitely blocked him. After finding out, he lived an hour away. And he kept talking about his kid. No thanks. Uh, (laughs) Well... It's the no thanks for me though. Like, no thanks. But I feel you like nobody want to hear about your kid. No, Especially if I don't like, have kids and I just met you. How was she able to get turned on if you talk about your kid? Like <laughs> I mean I mean he but when he was I'm drunk. Feet. Yeah. Well I said when I'm drunk, I really I'm not listening to yeah. anything else. Yeah. So yes. So I have one more story. Okay. Okay, so back before my best friend was my best friend, she told me about how good this dude she was fucking um, was in bed. So supposedly he had a big dick and he was so good, I roll. So they had an argument and because they had an argument, I made a move. I told him I heard about this. This is the story. Okay. She said they had an argument and I made my move. I told him I heard about him and I wanted to see for myself. I fucked him and then never spoke to him again. And it actually was not good at all. <laughs> but it's like the face she said the emojis like actually it wasn't good. It's like that's what you get for fucking on somebody. <laughs> right. But that's also a lesson. Don't tell your friends sure. how good somebody be fucking. I mean, uh, uh, well, it's a lesson it all depends. the way around. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a lesson for her. Like, don't listen to your friends when they say somebody dick fire because it might be fire to them, but it may not be fire to you. Right. And then it's like, niggas gonna be niggas at the end of the day. Period. And it's like, it's very six brown chicks, but like, as yes. you can see, six brown chicks, this shit happens all the time all the time so, <laughs> so it's just like you know i don't know if sex wasn't so stigmatized maybe people would be able to do what they want to do but it's right. so funny because i saw a tiktok where this girl was like people want to be polyamorous but what well, she said men want to be polyamorous or have an open relationship and then instead of them dating other women that want to open relationship or be polyamorous they want to date women who only want to be monogamous and so it's like you're not, you're not following the rules. Right. So I don't know. It's just interesting. Um, sex is just very interesting. It is. It's very interesting. It's very complex. It's <laughs> all the above, which yeah, is interesting well, because it's something natural. It's a natural occurrence. Very. But I don't know. Maybe we should open up to um, men giving us their whole stories but then it's probably gonna be trauma too so yeah and i don't know i feel like men are can be low down dirty but the they really can 
they be like, man, her kid was in the car seat and I still kept on fucking. Like, right. that's some shit. You be like, okay, too okay. fucking far. Too far. Too far. Like, yeah, bro. Like, I fuck her and her line sister in the same week. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, that happens. <laughs> Based on, uh, what is this? You know how they be having those pages, like the Greek pages, or yes. like TSU Confessions yes. and stuff. Like they're talking about how it's like uh, line sisters having sex with each other. So, I, I mean, men having sex with two line sisters in the same week is like not even. It's not even that bad. It was <laughs> <even> <laughs> thing, it probably happened way like, more than people admit. Exactly. Especially those or big like, lines. Or dudes, or like, you know, girls having sex with two line brothers and stuff. Mm-hmm. But men be killing me like, oh my gosh, you had sex with my line brother. It's like, is he your best friend? Like, okay. Nobody cares. Nobody cares, bro. Mm, I do have another whole thing I did, too. I have kissed somebody, and I knew he had a girlfriend. And I really didn't care, because I didn't like her. (laughs) That's real. But it didn't go further in that moment. (laughs) But, yeah, I just... I mean, he's a terrible person, but I was also a terrible person at that point in my life. So <laughs> I won't deny that. But yeah, I was just like, hmm. All my whole things when I was just, you know, upset and mean. So I was just doing stuff and I feel like I'm just like, yeah. But now I try to be a hoe and these men be scared. So, right. Or they be on some scary, sh- like they do scary shit. Like, oh yeah creepy shit <laughs> creepy shit yeah that's true that's true i don't know they just be weird these days so i don't know if it's just weird. them or they always been weird but you know i don't know so weird yeah and then since i have deleted my social media i have deleted my dating apps i don't have any dating chronicles so i can't even get any more hotels so yeah that's the only downside i've also well i haven't deleted well most of them have been deleted i'm just not interested um because Mm -hmm. men are weirdos i thought about you today you did Uh uh-huh i saw a tiktok on this lady said she went on facebook dating and she ended up finding this man but he was unemployed and all this other shit and then he was living oh because he was getting divorced and so he oh yeah with his wife i don't think that story was real i know it probably wasn't but it was just funny because i said facebook baby and i just (laughs) and then all the chaos that followed i was like all the chaos this is hilarious not that his mama really his ex-wife man i was like the neighbor told her right come here (laughs) what Another max done. Mm-hmm. What? But yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I I have not dealt with um, uh, Facebook dating since that situation with the Nigerian, <laughs> where who I ghosted. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I just I haven't been interested. Just and I haven't felt the need to like be on the prowl, even though mm-hmm. I did go to the casino, and that's really where the niggas are at. Like, mm-hmm. like, and the niggas that like to spend money, which we mm-hmm. love at the casino. I agree. 
people who like to spend money do go to the casino mm-hmm. and uh yeah i've been hit on so many times but it's always the wrong person i'm just waiting mm-hmm. on the right person to I make feel it. move mm-hmm. but, oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah, Ooh, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah i have no dating chronicles at this moment i'm just trying mm-hmm. to you know do me mm-hmm. anything else with oh the old girl no segment we should have like mm-hmm. a sound bite for old girl no next time next season mm-hmm. but nope i think that's it you know, we really just wanted to focus on the hotels. Yes. And our season wrap up. Yes. And I guess next season we'll end it off with hotels as well. So y'all better get ready and get, tell your stories. Right. But most of the people who listen to us are moms and in relationships for 20 years. So they're <laughs> like, oh my gosh, I was never a hoe. Like, bitch, wrap them stories up. Come on. Right. To us. Right. <laughs> But no, I I think that's it. Follow us on Instagram so when we come back for season two, you will be alerted. Period. And that is the kind of complicated podcast. Yes. And you can follow me on Twitter at Primayana. I retweet funny things and I talk about you know human rights and make jokes same and you can follow me everywhere that i'm available at la 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 toya underscore 10 for la toya underscore 10 and i feel like i'm entertaining as well <laughs> la, 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 la. yes yes well friends this has been a great season one and mm-hmm. we're happy and excited for season two Thank you so very much for mm-hmm. being And let us front. know. I say, let us know what you want to hear. If you want us to focus on something else for season two, please, you know, email at us at yes. our email at kind of complicated podcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And let us know if you want us to focus on a specific topic. So, yes, we are taking suggestions. And yeah. It's been fun. And we will <laughs> be back later. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Bye.